Cole Berry here with my man Brett Strauss coming at you with the KC Kingdom Podcast, bringing you all the news and notes around Kansas City sports. So we got a lot to get into today. We can unpack everything we saw in Chiefs Bears. We're going to talk about Chiefs Chargers and just what we can expect from a game that really probably isn't going to mean much. And we'll kind of, you know, unpack all of that. But first, let's check in with, you know, our Western rivals. And there's a little bit of uh, intrigue this week as we uh, dive deep into that. News and notes from around the West. Yeah! All right, so we're going to get into the Western Rivals, but before we do, I just have a few questions for you, Brett, and I want to see what what you think. If you had to pick these games this week, I want to know who you would pick. So, Jaguars-Colts, who wins that? Uh, The Colts, too, because Jaguars are playing worse than any team in the league right now. Next. Texans and Titans. This one, so I know where you're going with this, but this one, I I do think the Texans win this game. Yes, okay, last one. Ravens-Steelers, no Lamar, because they said Lamar sitting. Well, the whole team is sitting. Well, much. it was Lamar, Earl, and the good ones. But but I think like Mark Andrews and those guys, and Marquise Brown, they're playing. Oh, so who's their backup QB? RG three. And um, Mason Rudolph's out, and Devlin Hodges is starting. The duck is back. Yeah, the duck's back. What happened to Rudolph? He got hit during the game, and his head's already. Yeah, he's, he's been a he's been taking a beating. Year. So I just, so Duck Hodges is back. Ravens. That one intrigues me. <sighs> I think the Ravens still win because I think they're a better team up and down, but. The Steelers are playing for everything, and the Ravens are playing for absolutely nothing. So, so if all three of those hold, like you said, because I know you know where I'm going. Yep, the Oakland Raiders would have a legitimate shot to make I the playoffs. When I saw this, I literally thought it was a joke. Yes, I, I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Because I thought in my head they were mathematically eliminated when we beat them. Like, oh yeah, three weeks ago. I think they were just spiritually eliminated when we beat them yeah. three weeks ago. But and no. then they lost again, been a heartbreaker to. The Jags. The Jags. If they would have beat the Jags, this scenario would have been way more like plausible to happen because they would be rolling in, you know, with they would probably like only need the Steelers to lose. Or something or like something. Steelers and Titans probably. Well, since the Titans lost, they probably wouldn't have it was probably win. It was something like in. that, yeah. But no, uh yeah, the Raiders absolutely have a chance to make the playoffs here. And I was looking at the lineup and it was like, Oh, four things need to happen and one of them is a Raiders win, and then I was like, Okay. Colts, Jags, Texans, Titans, Ravens, that might legitimately happen. Like, if I were to pick those games, I would pick the team that needed to win for the Raiders to get in to win. And so, like you said. How much would we love to play the Raiders in the first round? Oh, it would, like, right now, our three first round, like, probabilities are Steelers, Raiders, and Titans. And of those three, we want to see the Raiders probably the most. Uh, the Steelers probably the second most because their quarterback situation. We don't want any part of the Titans. No, like <laughs> for the whatever Titans reason, just have some sort of magnetic hold against us. Against us. But I mean, to the Raiders, I want to say to their credit, they in December, late in December, playing meaningful football games. They're, I mean, they've been embarrassed by us. They had that embarrassing loss to the Jags. The, the huge comeback in the that fourth. That was so bad. But, hey, they're playing meaning. They're not mathematically eliminated in the last week of the it's season, so, and that's a so big turnaround. It's so weird how the bottom of the AFC is so much worse than the NFC. Well, it is. Minus the NFC East. They obviously. don't count. But it's like, 
we have some bad teams trying to get that sixth spot. Yeah. In the NFC, like the sixth spot is like the Seahawks. It's the Seahawks. The Vikings are in that mix. Uh, you know, like the, a the 10, Panthers. 11, oh, yeah. 12 win teams. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. Like before this week, I don't know what it's updated to, but last week at the end of the week, the wild card 6-3 matchup would have been Viking Saints. And that would have been one of the best wild card matchups in recent memory for me, at least, because yeah. those are two like twelve win teams probably that could see each other in the wild card. Yeah, so, that's insane. It's but, insane that there's probably two teams in the AFC that can compete with anyone in the NFC right now. I'd say three. The Patriots. I know you're not huge on the Patriots, but I'm not huge on the Patriots. They they they'd they at least could compete. They, they could they'd comp- compete with the they defense. Would, they would beat the Vikings. Yeah, I think they'd beat the Vikings. I think they'd beat the 49ers. I don't think the 49ers are very good. <laughs> I mean, they're good. Yeah, they they're like that Chiefs team that started off nine and zero and then ended eleven and yeah, five. Yeah, exactly. They're a year too and early. And there's like question marks. Like and there's young guys. There's some injuries. They're a year too early. They're I don't want to say they're not legitimate because they're they're talented and well coached, but yeah. they're the experience level. They're I mean Richard Sherman's got the championship caliber experience, but past that, yeah. it's it's a bunch and of I, guys. I don't love the Seahawks. Obviously, they just lost to the Cardinals. Oh man, they're watching them. Is so, and Chris Carson is and out now. Procise is out. Procise. So yeah, the just they're the, trying to bring back beast mode. I love how we, we went Raiders straight to playoff picture. Yeah, but it's so well, it, it's, it's so interesting it's in to there. talk about yeah. this time of the year, you know, and and it's always funny to look at these. These if this happens blank 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 you you're in, and the Raiders well, if the Raiders pull this off. It's going to be one of the more like improbable. I mean, they had to have ten things go right. The most improbable one. I was actually watching a video on this. It was uh, Elliot, Elliot Harrison did it. He narrates a lot of stuff for NFL Studios, and it was the most improbable situations to happen. And the number one was the Chiefs. All those years ago, they needed three or four I teams. Remember to lose. that. And the last one was like the Broncos. The Broncos against the Niners. I it remember was, that. I do too. I was at my uncle's house watching. This I was kick. at Red Lobster. Yeah, it was just, and we were the one that had the most improbable stuff happen. Of course, we got absolutely just mashed in the playoffs once yeah, we got was in. Was that Matt Castle years? No, it wasn't quite Matt Castle years. I don't think. What was because that? Matt Castle won the division for us. It was oh, right I before that. that. It we was were not a very good team. No, anymore. we got destroyed by Peyton Manning. I think we still had Trent Green. I really do think it was Trent Green year. It was like towards the end of his Chiefs tenure where the defense was terrible and the offense was still kind of good. It was a while ago. I don't know why I remember, but I remember it was such a long shot. Oh, and it and happened. And I, I didn't even, I, I wasn't even really paying attention. And then I kind of got wind of like, oh. If they win this game, they're actually going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, so and that's what ended up happening. And the Raiders have a chance to to do that. I don't think. I mean, it would be so Chiefs to have to see the Raiders in Wild Card Weekend and lose. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yeah, dude, that I, would I, surprise I, me zero. Like, it wouldn't surprise me it, at all. It would. It would surprise me. Well, it would just because from a a football brain standpoint, we're so superior to them. It's insane. Yeah, but from a superstitious fan standpoint i wouldn't be not at all not even a little bit yeah not even a little bit from a a superstitious fan standpoint i see us losing to everybody at the same time (laughs) yes like like every game is (laughs) going to be single team just beats us at once every because in the superstitious fan standpoint it's like we have to relive every terrible memory but in one game 
So we do play the Raiders, but Derek Carr catches a touchdown pass for himself. He fumbles the two-point conversion but picks it up and takes it over for a lead. We <sighs> then go to get the ball back, and then we miss wide left or something. Like, it was yeah. just those Those just, would have to happen. The whole game is just all of our heartbreak put into one. And then – I actually mentioned this the other day. I was watching some highlights from last year. Yeah. Because that's just what you do, you know, on like a Tuesday. You just watch You just highlights. watch highlights. So, like, last week I was just watching some highlights. It was like Tyree Kill's highlight reel from 2018. Yeah. And there was a couple from the championship game last year, and I was thinking, that game was tough. And I was like, we're close to getting maybe another, like, month ruiner of a loss. You know, like, the the season's almost over. Yes, and if we, the next time we lose, unless it's, it's yeah, this week. No, the next time the next we lose is going to be. going to be the end of our season. Yes. And it's going to be the worst. It's going to be the worst. And I'm already not looking forward to it. Like, you could almost put on your calendar, like, January 7th, get ready for tears because <laughs> it could be coming. Yeah, and the other team we're not talking about the, from this past weekend was the Chargers, who the Raiders ended up beating to make this scenario happen. And their downfall from – you know, being prop, we like to joke, oh, the Chargers are going to win the West this year. Going into this year, they had legitimate st- like claim to that stake because they were 12 and 4 last year. We were talking Browns as maybe one of the bigger disappointments of the season, but I think the Browns were a victim of hype just based off hype. You know, they hadn't shown anything on the field to, to warrant that. The Chargers were 12 and 4, and then they had this collapse. So, man, they, to me, probably get my vote as one of the most disappointing just storylines in general of the, of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they're they they're not even sniffing a wild card. They're not even – they're sniffing – If you would have said that at the beginning of the year, the Chargers will not even be in contention for a wild card when, like, we, the wild card is going to be 8-8. Eight eight. Yes. Yeah. And then – Or 9-7. Or and seven. Me and you both uh, – this was before we started recording ourselves talk – but we were talking about it, and I think we both predicted the Chargers to miss the playoffs. I think we did, too. And, but we were not in our wildest dreams, do we think. We thought it would be like a 9-7, and seven, they didn't get in type thing. No. I don't, we didn't think that 8. We were ahead of our time. We didn't think 8-8 eight and eight would be the, the get-in and the sixth seed, and the Chargers wouldn't even be close to it. Uh, just a Charger anecdote today. I was, I was scrolling down Twitter, and I saw this, uh, this story about Drew Brees, Marty Schottenheimer, and the Chargers. And... They were at the Senior Bowl, and they got to see Philip Rivers play. And then Drew was, like, in the halls of the building, and he saw Marty. And he, he was like, so, Marty, who are we taking in the draft? This is when the draft finally rolled around. They're like, Drew, I just I just want you to know, just prepare yourself. We might take a quarterback. And Drew said, that will be the worst bleeping mistake that you ever make. And then Marty's like, hey, I'm just the messenger. And he's like, no, you're making the biggest mistake of your life. And then they said Drew Brees just stormed out. All these years later, we got Drew Brees breaking some of the all-time records ever, and we got the Chargers doing this. Just, just for those who don't know, Drew Brees was drafted by the Chargers. Played for the and then played one season. It's was like it one season. It was it was a few. It was more than one. I think it was I two. It was like it. one or one or. T- we'll fact check that, but yeah. it wasn't a long stint, you know, because you know he made his claim with the Saints, but. It's kind of full circle, too, though, because if you just think of what could happen to these franchises, if one decision was different, if the Chargers would have just stayed with Drew Brees and just rode that out and they would have got one of the all-time greats, Drew went to the Saints because the Dolphins told him no. They were scared about his shoulder and the injury that it had. And they're like, nah, you know, we're going to go with Dante Culpepper. So now all these years later, you got Drew Brees breaking these records, and the Dolphins are one of the worst teams in the league. The Chargers are one of the worst teams in the league. And, and it's just – well, we're. I mean, we. This is kind of a segue right into the Bears. Yes, they took 
Trubisky. Trubisky. And it's just Over those, Mahomes. those decisions that just haunt you. Yeah. You know, the, the the entirety of your your football career. I do have one more thing about the Chargers before we move on. Yeah. And I thought it was really funny. It has nothing to do with anything in real life because it was on Madden. <laughs> but I was playing as the Chargers and I was down a touchdown late in the fourth. Oh, did you throw an interception? <laughs> I actually won. Oh no! I mean, when I take that's control how you know of Philip, yeah, that's I was like, how you know oh, this mad. isn't regulation. Philip Rivers loses that game. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I got this. Uh, we do need to touch the Broncos a little bit just to talk about our boy Drew Locke. Oh yeah, he's been. I mean, outside of us, you know, playing the Chiefs, he's looked pretty good. They just put twenty-seven on the Lions and and I mean, comeback win, comeback win, and he's just kind of kind I've been of a seeing comeback. a lot of yeah. buzz around. So it's funny because like. My Google News is like the where where I get all my news, and it knows what I'm searching for and kind of figures out what I like. Well, it knows I like Mizzou yeah. and Drew Locke because I was looking up a lot of stories on Drew Locke. And it knows I like the Chiefs, and it knows I like the NFL, and now they're like blending together. Yeah. So I'm still getting Drew Locke news, but it's like Broncos news. And but I see a lot of buzz. They're, they're pretty excited about it. As they should be. I mean, we were pretty excited about him too going in, and I – it was tough because I didn't want to root for the Broncos ever. And if Drew ends up being a franchise quarterback, that's just going to make them better. Yep. And it's just going to be tough to to separate that. We're in a time now, though, where the Broncos are bad, so I don't have to feel guilty about my Drew Locke love. But watching him play, I'm just like, yeah, sling it, boy. Go out there and sling ne- next that Next year thing. might be a little different. Might be. And then the year after that, if he's the real deal, could be really different. Yeah. yeah we won't talk about the Broncos much, though, because they don't have any wild scenario where they can make it in. But uh, we'll go straight into the Bears game. And that was a, I want to say it was a fun game to watch, but was it really? See, I, I was going to say the exact opposite. I thought it was a boring game to watch. And that's good, though. No, it was good. I mean, it was good. I mean, we controlled them wire to wire. Mm-hmm. That's why it wasn't. They, they weren't even competitive. My favorite moment of the game wasn't even the game. It was the, the celebration. The no, I love that. Celebration of the one. Which two, is so three. weird for him because he's not that guy, which he, makes it even better. Yes, and his teammates loved it. Yeah, they were. They loved it, it, that it about like, him. He got a little dog in him. He's you know? a little you dog. Like to in him. see that he he's starting to let that out a little more. The snow game against the Broncos, where he was mic'd up, getting a little shimmy, and, and then but on the sidelines, I can sling that anything. And yeah, like he was cussing. I could sling it. You could tell. Yeah, he was amped no, up. He's fired up. He he wants people yeah, to remember. Kyle Brandt from uh, Good Morning Football yeah. was talking about it, how you know Mahomes. It was all Mahomes. All Mahomes. All Mahomes. Now it's nothing Mahomes because it's all Lamar Jackson and Drew Brees and all these other better teams and Mahomes like hey I'm still here listen and like he's not a look at me kind of guy he's not a show off he's not um, he's just a showtime exactly (laughs) and he's he's not conceited in any way but when you're on this level of you know just fame and where you are the face of an entire billion dollar industry for a full year you kind of you come to expect the the praise that comes with that, and it's not that he's oh if he doesn't get praise he's a baby he's nothing like that he's such a humble good guy, but when you go from everyone talking about you to no one talking about you you do feel disrespected because he's the ultimate competitor, and so he wants people to remember I was taking tenth in the draft and this team passed on me, yeah. and I'm gonna make look at them I'm gonna silently make you pay for it you know yeah. I'm I'm gonna be that guy that is going to destroy your football hopes and dreams. If you passed on me, and then, you know, in his head, everyone passed on him because the Chiefs traded up to get him. He's like, you could have traded up to get yeah. me. You could have traded up to get me, but you didn't. Collinsworth, so, some, who was it? Was it Seth Kaiser? One of them on Twitter um, commented on Colin or on uh, um, Collinsworth saying that 
you know, people didn't know he was going to be Mahomes or they would have traded up to get him. Yeah. Like, the Chiefs knew. The Chiefs they knew. They traded up to get him. They, 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 we traded up, what was it? Two first-round picks. We yeah. went from 27 to 10. And we yeah, had 17 a, spots. We had a good quarterback, too, to do it. So we knew. And that, that's kind of Mahomes' thinking. Like, you could have you could have done that, and you didn't. So I'm going to make you I pay. mean, you know, Miles Garrett turned out to be all right. Yeah. Not Mah- like obviously not Mahomes. No, and none of them are Mahomes. Mike Williams, you know. <laughs> um, Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of uh, Leonard Fournette. You think the Jags yeah. wouldn't have rather picked Mahomes over Leonard Especially, Fournette now? You know exactly. So he he's got that little chip on his shoulder, which is good to see QB one have have that. Especially um, now. Oh, now's when like, we need we, it. We talked about this a month ago. Maybe you know, like this team's got to get a little swag. Mm-hmm. Like the the Ravens are out there, you know they're post game pressers. They're you know, and I'm like, I, I want that. I want that a little bit. I want that a little bit. I want the team to go off here and get a couple wins and get a little swag. Yeah, that would be. And and we're rolling right now. We're, we're At the just, perfect time. We'll just it seems like we're on the homes. We'll just go offensively first. What we saw against the Bears, um, it was. What we should expect, it, this wasn't Mahomes' best game by any means, but he looked sharper this week than he has over the past. Like, last week in the snow was amazing. But before that, we were getting some kind of lackluster Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were used to seeing those popping numbers and throws. This week you got a little more of that, the little sidearm that we saw. A little razzle-dazzle. Little, there was a little no-look thrown in there. I don't know if yeah, it wasn't Kelsey. as – Yeah, it wasn't as big as the, the, the original no-look, but it was there. And we were seeing – the decision making when on the touchdown run, he saw he had space. Well, you and the mobility, the is mobility back. is back. Yes, fully. Um, and his touchdown runs are all the same. Oh yeah, scan. It's scan, always that same side, left too. side open in the corner on prime time. I'm gonna I'm gonna run and it in just, and just wipe myself dust, off, dust yeah. it off, and give him the flex. Uh, another under underrated element to the offense this week was the return of Damian Williams, and he looked kind of juiced. He looked very. It's like it's like a repeat. It's like. Um, yes, a little deja vu. It, it really is, and I hope it turns into that because um, he was—he looked fresh, and he should be because he hasn't played a ton recently. But if he's fresh going forward, I hope he kind of establishes himself as that every down back again. Another thing, just about Damian coming back into the lineup, though, was Mahomes definitely trusts him to be where he's supposed to be and block who he's supposed to block. Yeah. Because when we were going through the running back issue and protection issue with some of the linemen being out, Mahomes had a habit of like drifting back too far in the yeah. pocket or or feeling pressure that wasn't quite there. With Damian, Damian, you know, he steps up, he identifies who he needs to block and does it. And Mahomes Spencer has, Ware has also been key to that. Ware is really good at that as well, yeah. He's a great pass blocker. Th- there was one play with Damian, though, that uh, Mahomes was just pressured immediately, and he just kind of turned and threw before even looking because he knew Damian was supposed to be there. And there he was, right where Mahomes wanted him mm-hmm. to be. Caught it a couple yards, avoided the sack. So that that's big for this offense. Uh, Tyreek, he's still really good. Travis, though, is we've been talking about it every week. Every week, because he plays and he I'm balls not out stop. every week. I'm not going to stop talking about him. He's the first tight end in history to go back-to-back 1,200-yard seasons and only the third one to ever have multiple 1,200-yard seasons. This guy is an outside shot to be the only tight end to go 1,300 yards twice ever. I mean, you know, is he the best tight end to ever play? You, it's kind Maybe. of, it's kind of like the Mahomes thing. You don't want to call him the best quarterback to ever well, play. Because well, Mahomes is in year two. Yeah. Well, year three. Year three. Technically. You don't know if you have enough from Kelsey yet to call him that, but he has a very clear path to get there. Because if he keeps this production up for another couple of years, then absolutely. Like, you can't deny that anymore. And it, it was like, 
I saw Adam Lefko tweet, and I really agreed with this sentiment. He tweeted out that uh, George Kittle is Draymond Green and Travis Kelsey is Kevin Durant. And I got to thinking about it, and I was like, okay. And, and in my head, I equated that to Draymond, he does the tough he rebounds, he plays defense, he's a spark plug, he hustles, and then when he's hot offensively, he's almost unstoppable. And that's the way George Kittle is. Uh, George Kittle's biggest, uh, the reason fans and analysts love him is because he's just a, he's a blocker. Yeah. He can just block like a well, lineman. He he's dirty. Like when he play, I, yes. that play against the Saints, he had that dude's glove in his face mask and he's just rumbling and grumbling down the sidelines yes he is a dirty dirty not dirty as in mean or or unfair but like just gritty player and that's the way Draymond is and then but when he said Kelsey was Kevin Durant man that was just spot on because you don't need Kevin Durant to go rebound for you he can Kevin Durant could be one of the defensive players of the year but you don't need him to do that you need him to get into space, you need him to score to make the offense just absolutely unequivocally just dominant. And so he gets in there, and why would you have Travis Kelsey block more if he's going to catch the ball like a freaking number one wide receiver and run routes like a number one wide receiver? Yeah. So that that little analogy and I thought worked such really a, well. I mean, he's such a mismatch for everybody. Yes. And it, it, I just I love he's just the perfect complement to this team offensively. Because you have these speed guys, speed guys, speed guys, and it's like, oh, the middle's wide open, and there's Travis Kelsey for another 20 yards. Now, and, and the I would argue that the chemistry with Mahomes and uh, Kelsey is better than any receiver on the team. Yeah, oh, Because yeah. every one of those just perfectly placed balls you see, like over the shoulder, down the – it's yeah. almost always to, yeah. to Kelsey. So. Well, and, and like we talk about all the time with that, that one route that he does where he just goes like in the tight end position – He's not out wide. He's in that, you know, whatever. In line, yeah. Yeah. Goes right up and then just kind of turns around. And it's there. It's always there. That touchdown. Did you see when Mahomes released that touchdown yeah, pass? Yeah, he wasn't him? even turned around yet. Wasn't even out of his break yet. And Mahomes is like, well, and I know he where he's going to be. Spin a little. And then Kelsey turns around, ball's there, doesn't even have to worry about it. He catches itself when it's that perfect yeah. with those two. Um, you could tell, like, after that, speaking of that play, Mahomes, you could tell he's like right at Kelsey, like, yeah. Good job, good job, man! Like, I threw that way before <laughs> way you were before. even looking. Uh, yeah, love the guy. There is one thing offensively I wanted to bring up, and I talked a little about it off air, and I think you didn't really echo the same sentiment as I did. But this, the second half offense is starting to worry me a little bit, and it's not the classic "Oh, Andy Reid's too conservative." It's our like you, you know, when you talk about the Ravens and their swagger, it looks like our swagger kind of goes away after that initial onslaught. It's almost the killer instinct type thing. And I'm not saying the team itself doesn't have it, but we just don't put away teams and bury them when we can. And that's starting to concern me a little well, bit. So, yes, a little bit. I didn't feel that in this game particular. Yeah. I felt like, I felt like the Bears were done when we went up 10 nothing. Yeah. I it, was like, that you could tell the Bears were just done. You could tell our defense was like, they're not going to move the ball on us. And then we go up 17 nothing. I'm like, this game's over. Yes. and like you, they, they don't have that where if that's the Patriots, I want to keep going. You know, yes. like, And even in that Patriots game, we had that opportunity to put that game absolutely away. And we could not do it. Yes. And that's, that's frustrating for me. I, don't, I didn't feel that in this game. And it's so, it's so like – it's very – 
eye testy. Yes, it is. Like, ah, that didn't feel, you know, even though the score might be the same. To, you to your point, I agree. I do think if we needed to put more points up in the second half, See, we could have. Uh, and, and we haven't seen that Rams game yet this year yes. where we have to keep scoring. We have to keep scoring, you know, in a shootout. We haven't really been in a shootout. The only game that was like that was the game without Mahomes, the Packers game, where yeah. it was back and forth, back yeah, and forth. Yep. And, and that's the and only he, one Even we've the seen. Titans game. Yeah, to a little bit. We scored enough points where we should have won. We should have won. Yeah, and uh, did you hear that stat last night? The Chiefs are now eleven and one when allowing under thirty points. That's insane. <laughs> under thirty. Under points. thirty points. And we're like, I think we have a losing record, or or it's almost fifty or five hundred when allowing more than thirty. Yeah, it's insane. More than thirty. I was uh I was doing the little piece I do every week that goes with the podcast uh last week and I was looking up defensive numbers and last year the Chiefs gave up twenty eight points seven times. And they gave up over thirty five points four times. We have not given up over thirty five points once this year. Defensively. We haven't yeah. done it. The only the only time it was was the Titans game, and that was uh, one of them. Seven of the points was a, a fumble recovery. I mean, I just saw since week 11, we've given up an average of nine points per game, the, which is by far the number one. We're the number one defense in yards and points since week 11. We're That's a top crazy. 10 defense on the season. 15-game sample size now. On the season, we're a top 10 defense. This defense is getting more and more. Just fun to watch. Just, I mean, oh man, Tyron Matthew, and they're getting vocal about it too. Yeah, they are not letting anyone like the the people that were talking a little bit at the beginning of the year when we looked like we were still going to struggle defensively, and Frank Clark was getting called out, Matthew was getting called out, Spags was getting called out, even Chris Jones was getting called out. They are not letting anyone forget that they were getting called out, and they're telling you like, listen, this is different. Tyron Matthew different. might be one of my favorite people oh, in the world him. right now. I love his landlord bit. Oh yeah, well, he's just like he he tweeted after this game. He was like, "Rent collected, back what? home, yeah, back, <laughs> back home, landlord." Yeah, <laughs> I ba- love it. Ba- flying back home, rent collected, landlord. I love it. It's like it's he's already got one of the coolest nicknames in the in the world with Honey Badger. That just yeah. fits so well. And everyone calls him Honey Badger. Everyone, and now he's just like, "Ah, screw it, I'm the landlord now." <laughs> I'm, I'm the kingdom landlord. And you know the old adage: you're not supposed to give yourself your nickname. I'll let him give him his. That's, uh, yeah. He can have as many nicknames as he wants. You want to be the landlord? All right, I'll call you landlord. You keep being the number one safety in the league. In the league, I'll call you whatever you want me to call you, Tyron. I promise. Uh, landlord. He's so oh, rent collected. Rent collected every <laughs> week. Every week, Frank Clark is getting a little little swaggy about him too. A little back. Juan Thornhill made a play yesterday that I am confident in saying no Chiefs player, let alone just in the secondary, no Chiefs player was making last year. It was that little screen pass out to the left, and Juan Thornhill took on a block, kind of took on the second block, shed them, and then made the tackle. Yeah. There was no player on the team making that play last year. There's no player on the team in the past few years outside of prime Eric Berry and prime Derek Johnson making that play. And this is a rookie safety. And I was just watching, and I was I was like, oh, damn, Juan, I, I see you. And my friend Ethan, he turned to me, and he said – he made that play before he made the tackle. Like, even if he doesn't make the tackle, he made the play. Yeah. And then he goes on and does that little Makes extra. And that's where the defense is really starting to come together. Yeah, and can we talk about Suggs? Oh, we're going to talk. We have to talk about T-Swizzle. He's already making his presence felt. Especially in the run game. Uh, you know. That that 
that play, who highlighted it? One one of the Twitter, I just get I, I want to say Kaiser because I he does such a good job. But I mean, you know, t- he's lined up on the right side. Yes. Comes all the way across. Just scrapes hard down the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And makes a tackle. And it was just. And you're just like, that's a great play. That's a great play. And that's a it's play plays to- like that. That we're going to need. Yeah. And then he had a couple pass rush situations where he was close to getting home or just effort, which is great to see from a 37-year-old man, by the way. Yeah. When Trubisky is getting out of the pocket and moving and Suggs is on him yeah. and not giving up, that's yeah. that's just competitor. And you know? I don't know if you saw the locker room video. Did you see the locker room video? I don't think I did this week, no. Well, he's in there, and, and like the coach was like, Saying something like, I like I like your level of effort or something tonight. And he's like, I do too. I Like you can tell oh, he's yeah, like I do very jacked up about just being on this team. And that's the thing with, with older veterans like that. Sometimes if you put them in a situation where they're excited and they feel you know like they're having fun, you get flashes of that dominance. You know, yeah. like Larry Fitzgerald's not the same player he was. But there's still some plays this year where Larry Fitz, you're like, dang, Larry, like, good. Like, this week, that little Kyler Murray dump off over to Larry, and he just, like, took it to the house. Well, when was it? It wasn't – I mean, I guess it was a couple years ago now, but Larry's old. Yeah. But it was in that playoff game where he took that – Oh, that, that, it was after the Hail Mary, and he got the pass on the yeah, left to Carson. Yeah, and just – To the one-yard yeah, line, yeah. because he – I mean, and he was old then. And now he's in, like – Yesterday they were in a situation to knock off a division rival, and they were having fun. They were huge underdogs in the game, and so when they veterans kind of feel that energy, they turn back the clock a little bit because yeah. football's fun. Yeah, same could be here for Suggs. He goes from Arizona, where you know they're not going to make the playoffs. They're no. rebuilding. Yep. It's hard to have fun over there, even though you love the game. To a team that you know might win a Super Bowl. Does so, Suggs have a ring? He does. He has one. He won one with, with, the, Ravens. with yeah. the Ravens. It was the the year they beat the the Niners in yep, the playoffs. Yep. I couldn't remember if he was on that team or not. Yeah. But, but other than that, he hasn't had much success. No, really. I mean, the Ravens were always competitive, but they they never you know they won that one with Suggs, and yeah. it's always nice to get one, but you want more, especially yeah. if you taste the first one. So yeah, I, I don't think his effort will be questioned. I love why he's like, yeah, I can't really turn down the MVP. Yeah, you can't do it, and if you think. About it, you know, it's it's nice to say, like, oh, he's a competitor with championship experience. Obviously, he's going to come and do his job. We thought that a few years ago when we signed Darrell Rivas, and his effort was just zero. Yeah. It just wasn't there. His tackling was so bad. It wasn't even – he didn't even try on a couple plays. And so, I don't think we're going to get that with Sucks. He seems like a good competitor. Well, he seems – he's already making his presence. Felt, yeah, exactly. So. And so, I'm pretty excited about it. The defense as a whole, we've been kind of talking him up here. But at this point, you, you're a week out from the end of the season – I don't know, even if they have a collapse, which is possible, they have a collapse in the playoffs where they have a bad defensive performance, the sample size this year is too big to deny that they're a good defense. Yeah. They've just done it too many times. So, Well, and we have our offense. Yes, and, and that's going to be huge going forward. And, you know, it seems like we talk about our defense now more and more because it's exciting for us because we haven't seen a good defense in what seems like forever. Forever. And, you know, we've had this – Last year, a prolific offense. Historic offense. And that was fun and exciting. And now it's like, 
now we have a defense and it's awesome. I'm starting know? to feel the shift a little bit where I get a little bit excited when I the was defense just saying steps that last on the field. Yeah. I was just saying that last week. It, I like to see it. I love to see it. Like I love the sacks. I love the picks. I love just watching Tyron Matthew play. And just knowing they could do it at any yeah. moment. And, and Big play is coming. It could be. Like with the offense, it's like, oh, a touch. Every time you see Mahomes wind up, your heart skips a beat. Uh, when, he, when he rolls out to the right, and you and he's not really pressured, and, and he's just looking. You're looking, waiting for magic to looking, happen, and he gets that little cock in his hip where you know he's going yeah. for like that 45 degree arm angle. He's like, here we go. I feel that with the defense now watching Matthew. I'm feeling that too. Like every time I see Matthew move one direction, just that, with some purpose, that, that, I'm like, Ooh. that one play where you could tell he was dialed up for a little blitz. Yeah, and he hit him with the hard count, and he's clapping he's like, like, all right. And then he blitz, I, and he's yeah. like, ah, that ain't gonna work. And then he just yeah. backs out. That was hilarious. Suggs actually kind of got in his way on that play. Yeah, bit, well, but. I don't. I, they kind of diagnosed that, and I think at that point, that Matthew, was so funny. Matthew's he's like clapping, like, like, okay, you got me, but you ain't gonna get me next time. And you know, it's just it's he did the once again the point to the head. I'm too yeah, smart. I too love smart. when he does that. That's pretty much all we can really dissect from that game. The Bears, like you said, they didn't look like they wanted to be there playing football. They really, no, they really, no. and you feel kind of bad. Cleo Mack well, looked frustrated. What's frustrating for that team is it's not like, like the, I mean, the Dolphins, um, Bengals, you know, two very, like, so far out of it. Yeah. Vying for a first overall pick. That was a great game. Great it was an game. awesome game. Like, they're just wanting to win. Mm hmm. But the, they didn't saw, come into the season with like bear X. Like the Bears were Super Bowl or bust this yes. year, and they busted and they busted hard. Aww. And so you can tell it's like this should be uh, this should be a game like this was supposed to be a primetime game that had some real meaning, and it almost got flexed out because of how little meaning it actually had. When you know when we were looking at the the schedule for the season, we circled this as a tough game. Yeah. We're like, man, you know, I going to Chicago defense, this late. Yeah, like, that's weather. It ended up being a pretty much a non-issue. I did like another little moment. That double doink from Bucker. Come uh, on, yeah. that you just don't do that to a fan base that's that's had to experience. At least that. it was us this time. I know, but man, someone was like, that was real savage by Bucker after hitting a fifty-six yarder, reminding the Bears fans we can do what we want, and hitting them with a double doink. No, that yeah, that that's was funny. Just, when I saw it, I was just, and Chris Collinsworth even yeah, chuckled they were a little so bit. They loved like, it. It's a double doink, double, and then a Bears fan had a double doink sign in the crowd. Like, Do you what? see the the Bears fan with the Mahomes, Mahomes jersey? jersey? Yeah. Oh man, someone had an edit of Mahomes in the Bears jersey, Ooh. and it was like so weird. To, like I was almost like a little offended. Like, like, why would you do that? Oh, it's sacrilege. I don't even want to see that. Yeah, that's that's a that's a bizarre like, one. Yeah, like made me a little angry. Like. Don't don't put those colors on on my man. Oh my, just oh, and then one other thing from the game that I just remember that stood out: Eric Fisher gave up his first sack of the year. That's uh, to Khalil Mack. To that hey, the and he got worked. The, he got worked bad. But, but Khalil Mack is. When I heard it was his first sack of the year, I was like, hey, good stat, good yeah. stat. Well, you know, Eric, I, I was a little surprised. I know he missed quite a bit of games, but yeah, he's been playing well since I mean, he returned. So if he gives up one against Khalil Mack, you uh, feel good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you feel good. But and Khalil Mack, he was there. He wasn't. Uh, I mean, obviously that was one of our things we talked about before this game was if anyone can can sway this game. It's going to be Khalil Mack because it's definitely not going to be Mitch. Yeah. It obviously wasn't Mitch. It wasn't Mitch. But, and, and there's just so, only so much he can do in and, that position. Yeah. And, and but he, he is a beast. He worked his tail off. I'm glad he's not rushing us twice a year now. 
Yeah. I'm really glad the Raiders. Yeah. Raiders I mean, can you imagine if he's still on the right? Ra- well, they got a lot of picks for him. They did, but I mean. He is a game. Can you imagine player. if he's on the Raiders now, though? Oof. You know, one of those things. That's pretty much all we can unpack from that game. Uh, going forward, we're going to talk Chiefs Chargers and if we're, you know, what we have to play for and kind of how that game's going to go. But before we get into that, we got a little uh, preview for you. The Kansas City Chiefs are undefeated in their division, and last week they signed Terrell Suggs to their defensive line. This week, they sign a new member to their elite lineup, Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh my god, that's disgusting! <laughs> and he's taking the Chargers back to school. Back to school? Back to school? To prove that Philip is a fool. Have my helmet strapped up, my cleats tied tight. LA won't even put up a fight. If beating the Chargers is cool, consider me Patrick Mahomes. Starring Patrick Mahomes as Happy Gilmore, Travis Kelsey as Billy Madison, Tyree Kill as Little Nicky, and Chris Jones as Big Daddy, and Rob Schneider? You can do it! You can do it all night long! Chiefs, Chargers, this Sunday, you're not ready. You're gonna die, clown! Alright, so this week we got the Chargers in town again. Uh, This is gonna be a really hard game to get a grasp of. Just because they look so terrible and we're playing so well. So the only thing we can say is positive stuff about the team. And the only thing we can say is negative stuff about them. And I don't want to hit it like that. But really, just looking at it, I don't expect us to lose this game at all. No. Well, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. This is one of those things that's weird. Because like, if New England goes up big on Miami... And we get word of that. Do we even see the starters in the second half? Maybe. Um, another thing, like, I don't know if they're going to treat it like that or if they're going to. A lot of times they don't show scores at the stadium. They choose not to do that. I, you, We really just don't know. So we don't know if yeah, we're going to see. Yeah, but the see... coaches, like, the, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. May, yeah, I, maybe I was, they keep it I, out I was yeah. curious about that because – what what's the point if New England's up thirty one nothing at the half? Well, that, and that's why this is such a weird game to get a hold of and talk about because you don't know how long you're going to see Patrick. We've seen them play well with with Matt Moore, but who else are they going to pull? Like a couple years ago, we saw them let Kareem Hunt get the uh, rushing title, and then they pulled him. So is it going to be a short leash? Uh, are they going to go out and play this game like they you know a must win almost? Are they going to? show much going into the playoffs like it's just such a weird thing to talk about and that be and the chargers aren't like super helpless as when it comes to a team they're not a great team right now but they have weapons they got good pass rushers they got a decent defense so this is going to be a weird game that we should win but we i don't really know how to how to approach it just from a yeah, I mean, there's so many point. questions, like we've been saying. Exactly. Like, so, who's gonna play? Are we gonna really try to win this? Are we gonna scrape by? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. And but just from if, just assuming everyone's gonna play, this should be a game where it's at home. Uh, the last game was a close game, and without four interceptions, you know, we might not win that one. 
Well, yeah, it was one of those games we talked about earlier that we couldn't put away for whatever reason. Couldn't score in the second half. So, yeah, and so going into this one, I want to see. I would much rather prefer us not to sit anyone. Yeah. It's like such a weird school of thought. Like, some guys are like, I even heard today, I bet the Ravens aren't even happy they have a bye just because they're rolling. Like, I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Ravens are pretty stoked to not have to play this week. Or, well, they don't have to play this week or, or next, next week. week. Yeah. But, you know, then there is the other side. Like, well, they are rolling. And then, you know, like the Chiefs kind of came out flat, you know, and they had the bye. And, exactly. And so it's, it's, just, it's just a weird, the way, very weird thing. The way I would approach this game would be to, if there's anyone with some ailments that is nursing some – injury of some sort or anything of that those guys would sit for me you know yeah and, and i don't th- think we see shady again yeah this late in the year everyone's banged up to some degree but if there's someone like wiley andrew wiley if he's really still feeling just any effects in that from that injury let him relax let him rest if someone tweaks an ankle mid-game keep him out you know who we might see we might see darwin a little bit a of, lot in this game i hope we do i really do why I, not yeah just darwin and damien probably well, what if we don't hardly see Damien? I mean, they know they know they like Damien. The reason they'd say we'd see a little more Damien is just because he has been out for so long. Yeah, to, to, let's get the rust He off might be the bit. guy that you don't see at all in the second half, but you do see a lot of in the first half. I feel like this is a, this is a D-train game. I, I hope so. I really hope Darwin gets rolling. I, he had a couple good runs this last week, and they're never – he hasn't had a spectacular run yet. But Is, he, is he, there he, a way we get the four seed? Was there a way that the Texans can – come back i don't think so i mean maybe but even if we I couldn't i saw something today it was like the texans are thinking about sitting their starters because they can't oh, move yeah. up or down but i thought they actually no, had a chance to get the three seed they do but um i think what it what it was is that they can get the three seed and they would know that and by the time of their decision so we could move down i didn't know if that was before or after the oh, bears did they game, have an though. afternoon game i think so is what it is. So they would know the decision of our game by then. Yeah. And, and that's why. Because our game's a game. A, they're yeah. a game back of us, right? Yes, our game's a noon game. So if we lose, they'll have a chance at the three seed. But they'll know that before their game time. So that's why they'll be locked in depending okay. on that's what happens what, okay. in our game. Yeah. Because that was confusing because I was like, I thought they were still playing for a three seed. And the three seed's super important because the three seed stays on the Patriots side of the bracket and – the six seed side of the bracket, you know, yeah. So, so yeah. you want that right now to go through. You want to play the the Steelers or the Raiders, and then get. Uh, it sucks saying Man. you don't want to ever go to New England, but you really don't want to go to Baltimore right now. So, yeah, that's so a, that is the easier side hairy. of the bracket. So, I mean, Baltimore going to Baltimore scares me. Going to New England scares me too. And that's why you want to be on the New England side because being the three seed, if you go and beat, say, we'll just say the Steelers right now, well, the wild card. Yeah. You beat the Steelers and then you go beat New England, that also gives the Ravens a chance to lose. It You don't think it's going to happen, true. but if they do lose and you get the AFC they Championship game in Airhead. Yes. Somewhere, Some, something someone like that, like yeah. That. And whoever comes out of that. You know, the Texans that's, could beat the Ravens, and that's the thing. That's why well, you want to stay. Ravens, yeah, that's so. why you want to stay on that side of the bracket because you still got a chance to host the AFC Championship game. An outside shot that the one seed loses, but I mean, it's not the craziest thing. In How the world. crazy would that be, though? We go to New England, and then we come back to KC. Back to KC. The, oh. That would be amazing, and you want that. That's you, a dream situation. You want that possibility, but if you're playing in the Ravens side of the bracket, you you don't get that possibility. You know. Yeah. 
Because you have to. Yeah. You have to go to Baltimore, and then after. Well, then then if you knock off Baltimore, then well, no, then you're still. Yeah, yeah and then you you hope the Patriots lose to the Steelers or something like that, which ain't gonna happen. So seedings is is always weird in the NFL. Um, there's always multiple a multitude of scenarios that that can occur. Um, for for us, I just hope that we keep rolling. We take care of business. If we are locked, like you said, if word does come down, the Patriots are just hammering Miami. Using this, Andy likes that bye week. He always rests starters no matter what. And so I wouldn't mind seeing them, especially having to play on wild card weekend this time around. You're not going to lose a ton of momentum there. You you know, you you use the wild card weekend as a kind of a, a way to keep things rolling. So we'll see. I, I really don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. Well, and, and, and now that we've kind of brought the Texans into this, I don't know if we can even sit unless we're – Yeah, exactly, because you don't want to fall to the four seed. Yeah. So, uh, I see us I, I need to look at that situation because there were some yeah. weird things going on that I didn't look at before this, which I probably should have done. But. Let's just go ahead and say everyone's playing. Yeah. Chiefs sh- yeah, we'll, we'll should, go win, should win handily. Um, the key to the game – I think this time around, you're not. You're probably not going to get four interceptions of Philip Rivers, yeah. even if he's not playing well. You don't get that a lot anytime ever. That's one of the once in a season type things. Yeah. So we're going to need to score more points consistently because yeah. we were given four turnovers yeah. last, and we only got twenty four points. No, that's definitely what I want to see. Is if we get up, I want to put like we talked about. Let's put this game away. Let like the last thing we want is an emotional loss or win doesn't even matter yes. you know something where like last time comes down to the last play you know like it, it's a weird thing in the NFL when you win close you know it's almost worse than yeah. if you lose close yeah. you know cuz it's like both are terrible yeah, yeah and, and we need to take care of business or get blown out <laughs> i mean honestly or get blown out honestly yeah. i mean like you we said need, there, it needs to be we either blow them out or we get blown out yeah and if we start and we just need to because that's such a weird thing to say it really but it's, is. it's weirdly true like you said it's almost better to go into the playoffs off a big loss because one is kind of a wake-up call because we yeah. are a talented team it's not like a raider situation where if they get blown out this week they're just you know not very good yeah we're a very talented team so if we get blown out maybe we'll wake up if we win big we feel See, good i feel like We've been woken up many times. Yeah, that's true, too. I feel like if we're not woken up by now. <laughs> I just don't want an emotional game like you said. Yeah. A draining game. Yeah. Because then you have to prepare to go on this stretch. Because we're going to have to make a run from the wild card now. And it's going to be tough to do. It, I think the last team to make the AFC Championship game from a seed like this was Blake Bortles of the Jags. So, Yeah, you know, and they ended up losing. And they ended up losing. So we, we know, <laughs> To the Patriots. We got to gear up for a big run here because we got some giants ahead of us. You yeah, got the, I mean, you know, if you don't have that one or two seed, yeah. your chances of going to the Super Bowl are dr- just drastically, drastically different. Because it's a mental toll. Playing a ton of games in the NFL is a mental toll. It's why the, the Players Association has pushed back so hard on an 18-game season because – they don't want the wear and tear on these players, and the players don't want the wear and tear. But if you're going from a, a, a wild card run or a Super Bowl run from a wild card spot, it's three extra games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so your body starts breaking down a little bit. Well, so. think about you have to win two games and you're in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Huh. That doesn't sound too bad. We almost did it last year. You have to win three games to and, get to the Super Bowl. And it's pl- like, ugh. And when we did it, it was like we had to play the Colts and we handled them. Handled them. Yeah. So we only had one emotional game in that little. Yeah. When you're going from a wild card, you have to right. play one, and then you have to go to New England. Say we 
handle the Steelers. Yeah. Now we're going to have an emotional game after we've already had to, you know, we don't have that. That little yeah. buffer. And then yeah. you got to go do it again yeah. in Baltimore, presumably. That's just kind of where the crash course is headed right now. So It's we'll tough. See. It's going to be tough. So I just really see, I think we put the hammer down this week. I think we do too. It just it makes me look back at that Titans game and just wish we would have won it. And I knew after we lost, I was like, they're going to regret that big time. Especially because the two seed, we would have been the two seed. We would have been the two seed. I mean, we would have been talking about this so differently. Like the Patriots don't have a reason to play their game. The Patriots would have been in our position. Yeah, they're going to be the three seed. You know, so so they. And then we're talking about. Don't have to play next week, you know, yeah, like so. And then that does uh, get, uh, or frustrating. Should we talk about the outside chance that the the Dolphins beat the Patriots? I mean, you don't want to talk about it because there's you, there's not a chance, but then there is. They beat them every year because they beat them every year somehow. And, and honestly, I like Miami in this game. Yeah, we'll see. Weirdly enough, even though I think. The Patriots like are game planned oh, yeah. out the yin yang for this game because a little video you know cheating. you know they're thinking exactly what we're thinking. The Dolphins beat them every year. Blah blah yeah. blah. This is such a big because this is a big game for the Patriots. The Patriots aren't losing this game. No, they're not. But losing this game. if Ryan Fitzpatrick has one of his stupid Buku four hundred yard performances where he decides, when he just comes out just unconscious. Oh yeah, he decides that he's the best quarterback in the league. It could be a fun game. I mean, if anything, the Dolphins. Are scrappy. We've yeah. seen that. Like that, they've been in games. And the Patriots' offense is anemic enough to even if this game's probably not going to be any doubt, it could be close. Yeah. Like, like I mean, seven here's points the thing. close. How it, it's weird to think that the Dolphins might stand a chance in this game if they don't throw like four pick sixes. Yeah, exactly. But, but on the other hand, they're probably going to throw like four pick Stephon sixes. Stephon Gilmore is going to double his pick six total this game, and there's going to be like, like five blocked punts, something crazy like that. Yeah, that's and just how the Patriots then have been the playing. Patriots win forty-five to seven. And we're like, well, it was, but it was, you know, 10 to seven at halftime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of those stupid things, kind of like it was when they played the Bengals, the Patriots. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to bring up just, you know, to close this thing out before we get our predictions on scores and all that is that this team, if we beat the Chargers this week, is going to go 12 and four, which is the record we had last year. This season, we, we've had Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Tyreek Hill, and Eric Fisher miss multiple games. We got a new defensive coordinator, eight new defensive starters. There's been a lot of of weirdness in this season, and even through all of that, we're probably going to end up with the same record as last year. Much tougher schedule, too. Yeah, uh, tied fifth going into this week uh, for strength of schedule. This week's not over yet, so those haven't been updated. But going into this week, we were tied fifth for the toughest schedule in the league. So we played a tougher schedule, had more injuries to guys like Patrick Mahomes, in with the same record. So that should indicate to you this team is probably better than last year's team. Well, I think it's unquestionably better. Yeah, and so like you, I mean, we have a top 10 defense this year. Yeah, statistically and we had a, a top 10 defense. 30th ranked, 31st 31st. We were one away from being the worst defense in the league. That's bad. That's terrible. So uh the confidence in this team should be higher than it was last year, but it just seems that last year was so magical just cuz Mahomes came out of nowhere. You want to look back yeah. and think that team was better? I mean, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Like, the Ravens had the same season the Chiefs did last year. Last year, yeah. Lamar Jackson coming out, obvious MVP. Let's hope. Much, much to my chagrin. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope they have the same ending that the Chiefs did last Still year. Still don't love Lamar. You know. I'm sorry. Well, and another, another crazy stat pointing out there is that no quarterback that's won MVP 
in the regular season has ever won the Super Bowl that year. That is weird. It's never happened. And so last year, everyone's like, oh, Patrick Mahomes can be the first to do it. Didn't happen. This year, Lamar could be the – because he's going to win the MVP. He's the yeah, MVP of the oh, league. Yeah. And so, you know, history says the MVP quarterback never wins the Super Bowl, so maybe they can have that ending that we I, had last year. I heard year. today that Baltimore – I don't know how they determine this, like whether it's stats or, you know, DVOA or whatever. They have, like, the best team and, like – or one of the top – three teams in the past 30 years yeah well, like the, the the like overall that's they, how good they are they have been blowing out nfl teams consistently and it's scary like it's well and they've been doing it seemingly effortlessly ever, yeah it's insane how good they have absolutely been doing so yeah uh we'll see it, we're on a crash course with them right now um we're 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 going Hopefully we're on a crash course with them because if they end up, you know, making it and we lose to the Patriots, like always, that'll be disappointing. But losing, if the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, I will riot. I will too. I will. I'll boycott it for the first time in my career of a football fan. I will not watch the Super Bowl. I won't. I can't do it again. I can't watch Tom Brady Can win another the Super Bowl party. Yeah, we'll just have like reruns of Super Bowl four on TV. Ooh, yes. <laughs> and act like and act like it's the the current one. You know. Um, well, this why it's like. I can't even remember the last time the stupid Patriots were in the Super Bowl. We're in the Super Bowl. It's like every year. We were 12 years old Ooh, when it we happened. can play the Steelers-Cardinals one. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah, Steelers-Cardinals. We do Steelers-Cards. We can pull one of those on. One. Well, no, let's just watch Patriots-Eagles and Patriots lose. That's we'll, we'll just watch the Philly-Philly Yeah, game. we'll watch them lose. Uh, just real quick, what do you have from a score prediction? I keep predicting way too high. I had the Chiefs scoring 42. I don't know why, because the Bears actually have a decent defense. Yeah. And they don't give up the deep ball, which is the only way you make it to 40. 40 or something. I don't know. I don't know about this one. <laughs> like like we said, there's so many very if, – okay, I'm just going to pretend like we're playing it like every other game, yeah. which is, is probably what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. Like, we're trying to overthink it. I don't really think there's any need to overthink it. We're playing it like a normal game. All right, so what's it going to be? Um, Philip Rivers is going to throw picks though. He's not going to throw three. Four. He threw four. Did he throw four? He threw four I picks. One of them was a fumble. Uh, uh-uh, he threw four picks against this dude. Sheesh. Yeah, it was nuts. I don't think he's going to throw four again. He might. No, he'll probably throw two. Two. One of the opening play and one of the last. I bet play. he throws a pick six though. I'm feeling a pick. I feel like a broken record right now. I'm like <laughs> Tyron choose by, Matt- by sixty. Tyron Matthew We're getting pick a pick six. six. No, I'm. I think we're in the 30s, though. 30s? I, okay. I Last week I was feeling so confident in the 40s. They don't have as good defense as the Bears. We score, we score 30. I'm going to say right at 30, though. Like, I'm going to say 30. We're going to go 30. 32? <sighs> Phillip Rivers down by a touchdown late in the fourth. No, it's not going to be that close. <laughs> um, I, I think we – 31 21 Thirty-one seventeen, which is what sounds good. I, I like thirty-one. I like thirty-one fourteen. Thirty-one fourteen. So you gave okay. I like that. You know what I'm gonna do? Forty-two to three blowout. Chiefs by forty. I don't even care. Wow. Send it. Who cares? Philip River packing. Yeah, because you've already lost the. Yeah, he's nah. You're <laughs> buying my playoff ticket. Chiefs fifty points this week. You want me to go ahead and order that? Uh, no, or? I'll find terrible seats. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll be you down. Just, you just give me a parking pass, dude. I promise I'll be in the bowl, and then I'll get you nosebleed, and I'll the, just be waving up at you. I'm like, hey, the tickets average two hundred a person. I don't know what you're crying about, Brett. 
well, yeah, cool, because you spent 400 on your ticket <laughs> And 40 on mine. <laughs> yeah, I bought yours off a guy in a parking lot. I don't know. I didn't even know if it was going to scan. It didn't dude. even scan. Yeah, so right, the Chiefs lot. are going to score 42 points. The Chargers are going to score 10. We're going to go out on How the How are the Chiefs going to score 42? Oh, punt returns, kick returns, interception returns, deep All bombs. All the returns. Just boom, boom, onslaught, 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 death, death, death. Okay. Phillip Rivers is going to retire mid-game like Vontae Davis did a couple years ago. Tyrod Taylor is going to come in. He's going to say, nah, Switch to a Chiefs jersey. They're going to have Joey Bosa wow. playing quarterback by the fourth quarter. What a game. He's going to score more points. Bosa's going to throw the only touchdown of the game. Bosa just runs the wildcat. And then Melvin Gordon's going to come over at post game and say, come get me to Andy Reid. He's going to do the, the come get me. What a game. What a game. We're going to have a good time. Uh, next week, we are going to go uh, review this weird game. Uh, we'll see how it ends up playing out. We'll have a lot to unpack because we don't know our opponent next week. We're really going to get into our playoff schedule, which is just going to be Chiefs review, Chiefs preview, because there's really going to be no other talking points. And then we'll talk about how the other playoff teams are doing and kind of matchups we want to see, how we, we see things shaking out. Um, you can find us anywhere you find your podcast. We're on Apple, uh, Google. Spreaker is our main our main little source that, that kind of sprinkles everything out. KCKingdom.com. Check out stuff we write on there. They always have the podcast attached. Uh, hopefully, we're talking about a big win and uh, a devastating a huge win. and a devastating Patriots loss next week in a two uh, seed. I, I doubt wish. it though, but we'll, we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed and everyone have a merry Christmas. You're on those radio shows and those other podcasts, and I'm just a country boy trying to talk into a mic for the first time. <laughs>